we back. Another little part of this uh, Gucci versus Jeezy. And for me, this is the most important part because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's all uh, opinionated. But for us, you know, we're coming from Kentucky. So our opinions might be kind of different based on we only have access to what mainstream media puts out there or magazines and stuff like that. So my whole goal was to, at some point, get somebody on the line that's from Georgia, from the heart of some of that, you know, when it was going on and get their perspective and opinions on how this battle was going to be viewed. And luckily enough, got one of my partners on the line with me. Uh, we go back a few years from uh, Facebook sneaker groups, and that just shows you the power of social media. So this conversation is very, very important. And I want to welcome to the podcast, Mr. Mario. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? Hey, man. Uh, love what you're doing with the show, man. Uh, I love the I love the LeBron debates, man. You always have some uh, some pretty interesting, uh, some pretty interesting guests on the show to keep me interested, man. So I, I love what you're doing. Man. I always try to share it on Instagram and all that stuff so people can tune in. So definitely love what you're doing. And I, I definitely appreciate you listening, man, because in the beginning, I was kind of nervous, didn't really, you know, have no expectations for the podcast or whatever. And here we are now, 30 something episodes in. And a lot of people's been hitting me up, giving me advice and, you know, saying that they want to jump in and have some conversations about different stuff. So I definitely appreciate that. So I, I'm I need your opinion on this Gucci versus Jeezy, not the battle per se right now, but going into it when it was announced, like, what was your initial thoughts on that? Man, okay. All right. So, so for context, so I know, first of all, I want to apologize to everybody who's, uh, you probably had people from Atlanta on your timeline. It's probably been blowing your timeline up saying, oh, you got to be able to understand. You got to be able to understand. So, like, for context, like, I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. I grew up on the west side of Atlanta. Bankhead is T.I. made it popular. Uh, T.I., Shawty Lowe, all those people we saw as like normal people. Like we saw them all the time. Uh, I grew up on the east side, uh, Candler Road. Uh, for all those from Georgia, if you, if you know, I stayed in Eagle's Nest, down the street from Chit Chat uh, Club. So that'll, you know, just kind of put you in some context to like, you know, I grew up on the west side. I lived on the east side for a very long time. And I was definitely outside doing stupid stuff. So a lot of this was, uh, like, we saw a lot of this uh, play out. Uh, when I first heard it, so my initial thought was, like, oh, boy, like, it's going to be a fight. Like, it's going to be a fight. Somebody's not going to make it out there alive because they're, they have real beef. And I think that was the one thing that made this more interesting than any of the other battles. Because these two legitimately really didn't like each other. So it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like Brandy and Monica. I'm trying to think of, I can't think of anybody else that had like real, like animosity towards each other because of like real street stuff. Right. These two. Right. So I was just like, man, like, oh man, this, this is going to be bad. <laughs> like, this, this is going to be bad. And probably every cop in the city of Atlanta is going to be there. Um, <laughs> But, you know, when you talk about, when you talk about, like, trap music and uh, 
just that that whole era of like man from like 2003 to like 2000 I mean you got almost say all the way up to like 2010 like these two were like the forefront of Atlanta uh, and there's man there's so many backstories to, to a lot of this stuff man so I, I, I knew it was going to be interesting if, if nothing else I knew it was going to be interesting and I was really curious to see um, what kind of Gucci we got Jeezy no doubt is going to he, he makes great music before we go any further like I don't want you know I, I don't hate Jeezy at all right um, right but we kind of know everybody knows what Jeezy was Jeezy was going to dip into his, his 05 bag like that was that was his lane like that's that's undoubted but man Gucci has I think Gucci has close to like a hundred mixtapes it's something crazy like that so it's, he, it's definitely up there man and it's, it's like man so like how is he gonna approach this that was my first thought like is he really just gonna give us like a bunch of like mainstream hits that like everybody knows or is he gonna really dig deep into his his old like chicken talk straight drop records bag like what what, what was he gonna do so that's what left it interesting for me and and you 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 hit it on the head because going into it like a couple of my partners from at home where i grew up you know what i'm saying like we was having this debate in our little uh private chats and stuff like that and they was automatically saying jeezy was gonna wash him he's gonna do this and do that and i'm telling them i'm like man if he brings any of this mixtape stuff to the table then we gonna have a, a real battle on our hands and everybody's like, nah, bro, nah. I'm like, man, you gotta understand how this, how that scene works. Like, Jeezy was mainstream, so of course he has that security blanket of mainstream hits that he can just put on play. One on one, he basically could have just pressed play and walked off the stage. But Gucci, a lot of his hits, the rest of the world ain't really listened to before. So that's that's what that's what made it interesting because it was like. He can go in both bags and put up a fight. So I was just like, man, I, I need somebody else's perspective that was from the inside. So I was paying attention to all of y'all's posts and different people that, that commented on some of the stuff that, that you posted. And I was saying to myself, I was like, overall, the people that's from Atlanta and from Georgia, they didn't have the same expectations as the rest of the world. And I was just like, I wanted to see what was going to happen personally. I didn't give a damn about the music. I wanted to see yeah. how this man was going to come out here. And he was so disrespectful out the gate. <laughs> out the gate. <laughs> out the and gate. <laughs> and you know, it's, so you, you, said it on, you said it on part one of this. Uh, you and the good brother. I think his name might have been John. I hope I didn't mix, the, mix that up. Um but you said it, man. You were like, man, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to take an opinion seriously if if you don't really know, like, Jeezy's catalog and you don't know Gucci's catalog. So, like, when... And I, I posted this, like, when I first heard about it. And I said, man, Gucci has to start this off with round one. And when he, when he played it, everybody thought that he had made, like, this... This this song or this versus battle, and we're like, oh no 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 no! This is this is old. Like this is this right. Is, he, he played it perfect. So it's like, man, like it's a lot of a lot of Jeezy's hits are very they're very mainstream. 
uh, but Gucci, a lot of like Gucci got a lot of his his stardom like out of like out of the mud. So like a lot of these a lot of these mixtapes, uh, man, like World War Three trilogy, um, man, Great Burton, Chicken Talk, like a lot a lot of those mixtapes, writing on the wall, matter of fact, like a lot of those like. That was like everyday music for us. So for for us to hear, you know, Gucci Man versus Jeezy, like round one, I was like, uh oh, okay. So I already know what this is gonna be. Like I already knew what this was gonna be, and I was like, he he is coming to let everybody know that hey, I I talk it how I live it, and the same thing I put on wax is the same thing I say to this man face. Exactly. And that's the that's the most important part. And like I said before, on the other episode, I was like, of course, I ain't encouraging violence or want nothing to happen per se. But it's like this is a real situation like this is not no music beef like we talking about life and death, possibly. And unfortunately, it did result in death of somebody you know, that may have been close to Jeezy or whatever. I don't know that situation all the way other than what the media has put out for us to read or check into. But at the end of the day, it's like, bro, like there's a possibility that I wouldn't be standing here based on some of your actions or what you may or may not have told somebody to come and do. So that ain't nothing that I'm just going to sweep under the rug just so we can have some Instagram viewers and whatever. So I was I was at the edge of my seat because I was like going back to the battle itself. I knew that when he came out with round one, that was the energy that he was going to be on the whole night. But but on Jeezy's side, it's like, yeah, he can sit in his chair and, and play macho man and be nonchalant because he's not in that man's shoes to know that. You know what I'm saying? Like we we had an issue to where. I could have lost my life, bro. Like that ain't nothing that I'm going to sleep well with every night and pretend like it didn't happen. So for everybody to be like, oh, Jeezy was the bigger person. It shows Gucci hasn't matured. I'm like, come on, man. Like you can't look at it from that lens because this is his opportunity to confront this man with the whole world watching. Exactly. And so the the biggest thing, the biggest thing I got, because that was my question to people. I'm like, they're like, oh, you know, Jeezy, like, moved on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, listen, like, do you really get over the fact that somebody put a hit on your life? Like, I mean, you can't, I don't care how much therapy you get. I don't care how many people you talk to. I don't care how much you pray. Like, there's a man within six feet of you that allegedly, <laughs> just put a, he basically put a hit on, hit on your chain and without saying it, said, hey, I don't want you to snatch it off. I want you to take it off his neck. Man, Gucci has always been known for jury. So if you're really going at that man's jury, how, what other way do you think that you're going to get it off his neck? <laughs> man, and for, for, for context, man, like, so I, I'll tell you this. I'm, I have a wife. I have three kids. I got a decent job. You know, I'm doing okay in life. There are people that I still hold this with because of stuff that happened a long time ago. Now, mind you, like, you know, everybody's moved on and all that kind of stuff, but I, like, I ha- I've i had a person shoot at me over a girl in the Studio Central parking lot in Atlanta, Georgia, and to this day, to this day, I if, if he walked in my apartment right now, 
I can guarantee you it wouldn't be a handshake. Because it's like, <laughs> man, like, you, like, you try to take my life, bro, you try to take my life. Like, and it's just like, a, a lot of it is, uh, I know that people are trying to make uh, Jeezy out to be the, the bigger man, but like, if you really think about it, think about how much pride Gucci had to swallow to even do that. And to Thanks. do it, I, in, in some aspects, do it the right way. Because that could have went, he was like, it looked like he was like 20 or 30 deep. And I know uh, Pooh Shiesty, one of his rappers, was right there next to him. And he's on Instagram the whole night, like, hey, this, this ain't what y'all want. Like, hey, something, something happened to Big Goose tonight. Hey, it's going. Like, they all came there with the mentality, like, hey, Gucci gonna bring this up. And if it go left, we're gonna make it go right. <laughs> exactly and that's and i'm telling you like i don't mean to keep repeating myself but i'm like that is the part that people do not understand and like you said with your personal situation like i don't care how much time goes by yeah i done moved on in my personal life but if i ever see your face i'm gonna come all the way back to what happened that day when it happened so exactly. like that's why i tell people Cause everybody's, you know, making jokes like, man, why won't Gucci sit down? Why won't he sit down? I'm like, bro, like in my opinion, knowing the background, there was no way that that man was going to sit down and be comfortable. Absolutely not. So I'm standing up. I'm on all 10 toes because if anything happens, I already know in the back of my mind what I'm going to do. And that's why I feel like everybody that walked through that door that night, they was told before they walked through the door, if this happens, this is what we own. But but the rest of the world was just walking into it thinking that it was going to be solely about music. And I'm like, no, nah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And that's why I was like, you know, like you said earlier, like, man, we all know Jeezy got hits. When Jeezy came out for us, it was the first thing I heard was Trap or Die. And this was 2005. I was in college and I didn't know nothing about this guy. So next thing I know, he just took the league, took everything by storm. Like, it was just, boom, he's here now. The fame came instantly, and the rest was history. For me, I like the underdog story. I like the fact that Gucci continued to keep making music. It was all underground for the most part. He had a few little mainstream albums, had a few little singles that was somewhat popular, but he never had that, that stardom, per se, from mainstream. He was definitely famous in our community because you can go to any club and you definitely was going to hear Gucci. So I'm saying that to see his story, how many times he went to prison and all the allegations, him trying to rape women and do this and do that. And for him to come out, done shed it all this weight, got a whole new image, whole new look. And for him to continue to stay relevant, I'm like, dog, that's, that to me is the most important factor. It's uh, it's, it's it kind of I liken it to uh to Cardi B. Now, mind you, she kind of crazy, absolutely. But people people clung on to Cardi B because of how she started. Like she was in a strip club, uh, allegedly drugging dudes, stealing money, uh, you know, just scratching and scraping to make ends meet. Boom, she gets on a reality show, gets some popularity. Boom, she drops a song. And like everybody, everybody loves Party B now because it's like a feel good story. Like the, the the awesome the awesome part about Atlanta is that a lot of times 
when when artists out of Atlanta, like when they go mainstream, man, like they they've already we 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 we've seen them for years, like from the beginning to the end. Like Ti, we all love Ti because Ti says his favorite cars are '96 Impala. Ti used to hang out on Peachtree Street selling CDs out of a black '96 Impala and would just hang out on the side of the street. Like he he was very tangible. I remember this is how old I am. So I remember uh, Jeezy used to go to like the little clubs. There was a, a bunch of clubs on the south side, on the east side. He made a song, one of his first songs, super, super old song. It was called uh, uh, Take It to the Floor, Take It to the Dance Floor, something like that. But it was a song that he made with uh, Bone Crusher. And when I tell you, like, nobody rocked. Uh, Jeezy would get booed out of clubs because it, like, nothing about him seemed authentic whatsoever. And I tell people, like, that snowman shirt. That's that's no man shirt. <laughs> probably saved probably saved Jesus' career because that dude got no love in it left. Then factor in, you know, he makes the he makes the song with Gucci, uh, so icy. And he gets upset because Gucci didn't want him uh to put the song on his album. Now he got a beat. And like Gucci <laughs> Gucci was just so street and Gucci was so real that when round when round one drop, and he 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 has a lyric in there. He said, uh, uh, "Heard you from Hawkinsville, thirty miles from Magtown." Like <laughs> it's like people from Atlanta are very anal about when you say you're from Atlanta. We like, okay, where are you from? What like what school did you go to? Like what neighborhood are you from? What zone are you from? And it was like that. It could have been a complete lie, but when when Gucci dropped that song. It was over for Jesus. Cause we was like, nah, we're not rocking with nobody from Hawkinsville. We don't even go to Hawkinsville. If I if I were to show you where Hawkinsville was, you'd be like, Yeah, there, there's <laughs> nobody up remotely <laughs> Hawkinsville, Georgia. And uh man, I just Gucci has always been Gucci has always been relatable to the streets. Like you said, he's like he's like the feel good story, man. You, you you've seen this dude, he didn't have a big machine behind him. He didn't have, you know, BMS and Def Jam and all them people behind him. He literally went from, like, selling weed and selling bricks to, like, being a millionaire now. Like, that's me. And it just felt like there's certain people, when you hear their music, you're just like, I know he did that. Like, his perfect example is King Von. Rest his soul. Like, before he died, man, I listen to this dude's music all the time. He's my guilty ratchet pleasure. <laughs> when that dude, when that dude makes, when he makes songs, like he was so great at storytelling. That you like, man, you can't dream this up. Like this dude really lived this, and like Gucci made songs that passed by. Like it take, takes me back to like Freak Nick Day when like everybody had like. Fancy cars and they drive by. Everybody's looking. You pull up in a Ferrari and like everybody's trying to see who you are, what you're doing. And it just a lot of that stuff. It just felt really authentic. Where Jeezy or Gucci, he kind of he kind of never really got off the you know seventeen five my my like he just always talking about. It felt like he was talking about the same thing over and over. Whereas Gucci was legitimately telling stories about his life like he he made a song called timothy which i think is one of the greatest written stories on wax ever it's, it's a great little story but it's like man it just 
it, it keeps you it keeps you hanging on to what happened next. And I think that's why people just love Gucci, man. He just he seems way more authentic than Jeezy did. And I think after Gucci dropped truth to his face, and when Jeezy was just like, okay, whoa, 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 come on, let's 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 make peace. Now, mind you, he had a fantastic comeback to it. Now, no doubt about that. I don't know if that was a plan, but that was perfect. But it was just his reaction to it was just like. Oh my God! And that's when I know. I was like, "Oh, they about to start shooting." Uh-oh. It's, it's, it's about to be on. <laughs> right, man. Just to 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 make a song, and it and if you, if you listen to the, the the actual version of the song, they actually have the detective that did the uh, the investigation, and he's cooperating everything that Gucci said in the song. Every every single aspect of the song, right? He's confirming what Gucci said, and it's just like. Man, to look to look the man in the face that tried to have you killed, and he tell you straight up, we smoking on Pookie Loke tonight. Like, send some over here, and I'm gonna send them back to you in a box. In a box, bro. <laughs> That's why I told everybody. I was like, at that point, the versus battle should have been over for me. <laughs> like. I ain't saying we got to sit here and go gun blazing in front of the uh, 1.8 million fo- uh, people watching it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that at that point, we definitely, you know what, cut the music. This is what's going to happen next. We got something's got to like the show can't continue on. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I feel like, go ahead, go ahead, my bad. No, 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 you good. Keep going, keep going. That's why I felt like once Gucci dropped the truth, Jeezy already knew that he didn't have to do nothing per se because he was going to always try to look like he's the bigger person in that situation. Right. And that's where I felt like, you know what I'm saying? The odds were already stacked against Gucci from every aspect because the world was going to automatically say that Gucci is immature. He's still on that foolishness. And I'm like, you can't look at it that way because first of all, that's him. That's his personality. That's how he's always been. Whether it was him, uh, Demner getting into fights at Lennox Mall and all of that, like that's just who he was. But at the same time, it's like, dog, that is personal. Yes. (laughs) And I know I keep saying it. I know I keep saying it. But I was like, dude, like that's personal. And the whole time Jeezy's up there performing, for me, it was like, I can't take it serious because I feel like he's he's playing a character like it didn't it didn't feel real he had a bmf jersey on listen big me just came out several times saying yo one want nothing to do with you like his son don't even like g so i'm just like (laughs) man i I get trying to you know go back go back to that time but it just it all felt like a it felt like a wrestling gimmick and when you when you see Gucci, Gucci to me personally, I think Gucci is the the bigger the bigger success story. If you want to talk about being a bigger man, I definitely think Gucci was that guy because I I just I can't imagine being right across from somebody who like you know like put a threat on my life, but like look this man had on the bro he had on a five million dollar watch and like and we can we can talk about now i think i i don't know if you posted it or i posted it but you know they were saying like you know when he kept talking about money and everybody was like oh yeah gucci talking about 
uh, $10,000 and uh, talking about like clothes and stuff. And Jesus talking about real estate. And then there was a, a meme that came out. Don't know how true it is, but it sounded like it makes sense. You know, he was, you know, bragging about the $10,000 outfit, which symbolized how much Gucci, uh, Jesus put on his head and how he had on the jury and how they tried to come from him. And now he's like super, <laughs> I mean, show, showmanship is important to me. And I feel like the premise behind what Versus was, I just feel like Gucci nailed it. <laughs> it right. Right. And now that that was you that that posted it because it went over my head. I'm not even going to lie. It went over my head. I was defending Gucci in terms of, okay, yeah, he's talking about the $10,000 outfit and his jewelry or whatever. But I'm saying that in my perspective, it's like, okay, he earned all of this. He's he's been independent. All of his music he owns the rights to and everybody that he's put on in that surrounding area. Those are the fruits of his labor, so he's able to enjoy that. I don't, you know, I'm pretty sure Gucci got uh real estate, possibly. I don't know, nor do I care to be honest. But it's like that's his, that's him personally, and not to make it about sneakers or whatever. I have people all the time that tell me, man, you still in the shoes, man? When you gonna grow up? Blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, that's me. Like, I like sneakers more than I like putting on a pair of dress shoes. I have dress shoes. If I mean, when the time comes and I need to put it on, I will. But every day, this is who I am. This is who i always been. So why are you asking me to conform to your norm? So that's why I was like, when I saw the post and I was like, you know what? That makes a whole lot of sense. He's bragging about this $10,000 outfit when at the same time, this is what you was getting ready to try to offer somebody to come do something to me. That's nothing. That's chump change. And I was like, damn. I was like, that's dope. <laughs> I was like, that's dope. He said it in the lyrics. I think he said, uh, he said, uh, 80 chains going, I ain't took one yet. Uh, ain't that retarded by Gucci, but this uh, Rolex, something like that. Uh, a $10,000, 10000 talking about $10,000 put on my neck. Uh, I hope you ain't paying because you ain't had no success. Like that, like that's, that's his thing. And like, when you talk about money, this man told you he bought a, a Bentley that looked just like T.I.'s and he never went platinum. <laughs> like, dude, that's, that's hard. That's hard. He's <laughs> like, man, like, your, your, clan, your, your rise to fame. Now, mind you, GGZ did a lot with BMF and that's a that's probably a whole other episode in itself uh, because a lot of people that I know um, you know, they they tell they they say that Jeezy is like he's the he's the two thousand five Takashi six nine. Like he he was just he was the front man. He, he was the guy that was the puppet. Like hey, go out here and make music and you know do all this and we gonna have you do a bunch of crazy stuff because uh, Blue Da Vinci went getting off like that. That was the the other big artist that they had, but his music just never caught like like Jeezy did, and uh, it just it, man like he didn't. You know, we, we like we said before, like Gucci, Gucci didn't have the backing, but this man is telling you, I'm buying the same cars as y'all are. Y'all bragging about being platinum. I have that money, and I didn't have to do half of what y'all did to get to where y'all are. Dude, like, like you have no idea how glad I am to hear this coming from you because these are the same conversations that I have with some of my friends and stuff, but. It's not going to come off the same because we're in Kentucky. 
oh, man, you don't know what you're talking about, man. You just hating. You doing this and doing that. And I said the same thing. I was like, Jeezy, to me, was always the front guy to cover up what was going on. And I've heard the rumors of a lot of that stuff that Jeezy was talking about, cars and Lamborghinis, this and that, wasn't necessarily his. Like, they was being provided by everybody from BMF. So it's like... He's bragging and talking about a lifestyle that he may not. I mean, yeah, he might have got his hands dirty here and there or whatever, but he may not have been as deep as he's putting on in his music. Exactly. And then, so there was there was a guy, I'll keep his name out of this, but he said, uh, he said, man, like, see, this is that this is that hood mentality that uh, that people people can't get rid of. And he was talking about talking about Gucci, man. And I'm like, man, like. So it's 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 hard to it's hard to talk about something that that you never lived before. Like if you like you can be and honestly, it's not even the Atlanta thing. You can pick a hood, like you said, like where y'all from, man. It's people that do drugs, it's people that get shot, it's people that do all kinds of crazy stuff. Now you can definitely, you know, you can upgrade. You can ascend from it all day, but in the back of your, there's always just that little bit in the tank. It be get crazy. If it gets crazy, the the fill in the blank where you from gonna come in out gonna go come out of me, and you are gonna see a, a totally different side of me. And I think that that is one thing I've always appreciated about Gucci. Man, he just he's always been true to who he was. I mean, look, he he literally is a walking success story now. Like you know, finally got stability, went to jail. I ain't been to jail in a couple of years. And let's not even talk about cultural relevance. Man. Because the people that he's put on, oh, man. like, like Exactly. Untouched by a lot of people, man. I'm talking, man, like, he, his, his influence and just the people that he's made rich is, uh, I just, I don't know. But, you know, for, for, for the sake of conversation, if you're talking... If you're talking just from a, a music standpoint, I think, and a lot of people are going to disagree with this, but like, Jeezy, I feel like had more mainstream hits that people knew. But the more people you talk to, they kind of know Gucci's, um, Gucci's musical background, you know, his, the, the albums and the mixtapes and all that stuff. A lot of those people will tell you, they will look at it a total different way. I was, man, I was looking at, uh, what's my man? Um, Twenty One Savage, Twenty One Savage from Zone Six, and I, I think I think you guys you guys uh you talked about this on the last episode. Yeah, um, but man, like if you see his reaction, most people grew up they know you know the backstories and know both of their music. Most of them was going for going for Gucci because they just they know. Young Joe said the same thing, and I'm like these these are real street dudes who's in the street and getting it in. They just like man like. We get it, you know. Hey, Jeezy, Jeezy made some classics, and he he left a lot off the table. He he really did. But let's not let's not exempt the fact that Gucci left a lot off the table too. A whole lot. His, intention, his intentions were totally different from Jeezy's. <laughs> man, oh man. No, nah, this, this is music to my ears. I swear, it's music yeah. to my ears, man. Because I'm saying, like, I'm so glad it, it's coming from you because y'all grew up in that area. You're from that environment. I actually seen a meme or somebody made a post and was like, nobody else's opinion matters if you didn't come from Georgia. 
So y'all can talk about what you want to say, what you want to. But at the end of the day, we know the roots behind this situation and y'all on the outside looking in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And people were just, you know, talking about, oh, like Gucci got washed. And I'm just like, man, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm as retarded as y'all think Gucci is. Cause I, <laughs> now, mind you, Jeezy finished strong. Like his, he, he finished real strong. I, I, I give him that, but man, just some, some of those songs, some of those songs just, I, I still listen to Gucci Man to this day. Like to this day, before this versus battle even came out, man, right. most people, if you, if we being real, man, when's the last time you actually just sat down and played a, a, a Jeezy uh, playlist or a Jeezy greatest hits or, you know what I'm saying? It don't it don't happen often. And that's why I brought up my partner. Uh shout out to my guy Maceo. We actually went to uh school together at UK. He's from Atlanta. And even even when we was in college, he was, you know, diehard Jeezy. And we was always, you know, laughing at him then. Like, I'm like, dog, Gucci will kill Jeezy. And we was teenagers, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was early before yeah. all of the, the success that they have now. And the other week before we knew anything about this verses or whatever, uh, he made a post on his Instagram and was sharing that he was, you know, listening to Jeezy or whatever. And it made me go listen to some of the old stuff. And I made a post about it. I was like, man, this y'all got me listening to this guy, even though Gucci's better, blah, blah, blah. And then here we go to the versus battle. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, nah, nobody's listening to Jeezy like that for real. So we already knew that he was just going to hang his hat on all this old stuff. Right. And like midway through the battle, midway through the battle, I'm like, I, I got turned off by it because I'm like, all right, man, we, we done heard enough from that period of your career. Like, what's next? And, and that's why when Gucci kept saying, man, play some of my current stuff, man, we tired of listening to this and that. I was like, that shows you the versatility. He could have went old stuff, new stuff, street stuff. Like that's the part that I feel like Jeezy don't have. Right. So it, you can you can make the argument that the reason why he don't is because he I just feel like all the music that Gucci made, like he made it with like real street people. Now I do think I do think Jeezy was kind of foul for playing uh he played Shouty Low. And he know that like, you know, him him and Gucci, him and Gucci are like they they were very, very now, mind you, that song go hard. That, that, that Definitely. Really goes hard. I'd be lying um, if I, I say I didn't I didn't start bopping to it when it came on. Go ahead. And I, you know, with Shout Shout it low, rest in peace with him. That that dude is a that dude is a bankhead legend. Like 2016 ain't just a number. 2016 is a street out bankhead. That's why that's where his studio was. And you talk about like a tangible guy. Like that guy. Man, so I was just like, "Ooh, that was that, that was that was kind of low," but you know, what you know, whatever it, it is, what it is. But I just, man, there, there were just songs that I was like, "Man, like, okay, Jeezy got Jeezy definitely has hits." But then when when Gucci was playing songs, like, man, these are songs I, I still listen to. Like, right? I still, like first first day out, man, I still listen to that song all the time. <laughs> I, I thought it, I thought it was just a hard song, like, you right? Know, I was like, man. Right. Hey, I'm starting on my day with a blunt apart. I just his his storytelling. I think is so much better than Jeezy. And I think you know, like we said, Jeezy makes good songs, but it just 
it feels more authentic when it when Gucci is telling his stories versus Jeezy. Like he, he raps about trapping and all this stuff, and I'm just like, man, like uh, <laughs> it, it don't. It's a great song. I just don't right. If, right. If the song, if, if it feels like it's authentic to me, I'm a, I'm a appreciate it more. That's 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 just me, and I don't know if it's just because you know I'm from there. You know, my my uncle he trapped with a dude named Van out Bankhead, and they I I saw a lot of that life. Like I saw bricks of cocaine. Like I, I saw that stuff. So it's just like man, like it's it just it seemed more relatable to me, and I think that's why a lot of people you know sway towards Jeezy because they're like man, like I remember this song from college or I was in. You know, overseas and they were playing this and they were playing that. But I'm just like, man, we can't we can't just downplay the awesomeness of a Gucci just telling his life story for like many many times over in a different way. Amen, amen. You preaching on this Sunday morning, dude, and that's that's why I was like, I mean, after this we can we can shut it down because you said everything that I was praying and hoping that you was gonna say, and it's confirmed. Yeah. And I'm glad it's it's coming from you. But it's like, dude, like, even with his new album, Jeezy, the one that he just dropped, I, I skimmed through it. Now, I am going to admit that maybe if I sit down and listen to it, listen to it, it might grow on me. But just skimming through it, it's like, again, there's nothing wrong with growth and becoming a man in all aspects of life, you want to change your image. You want to change the message that you're putting out to the world. But it was like, it don't feel authentic. Like you rapping about black dollars and this and that. And there's nothing wrong with that. So people that's listening, please don't hold this against me. I'm not saying that that's not a good thing to talk about, but it feels weird listening to it come from him. Right. And that's look, we we respectfully disagree. <laughs> <laughs> there you like, go. Like, like past so okay, so maybe past okay. Two thousand five is a given. A given. Like TM TM one hundred and one. Great album. Um, what was after that? Maybe the recession was after that. The recession of uh, inspiration, inspiration or something. Yeah. So so let's be real. After I'll, I'll throw I'll throw the first I'll throw the first recession in there after two thousand eight. How many people are still checking for Gucci or for Jeezy after 2008? Because I do, and this is just me. TM103, man. Uh, Travel Die 3, man. Because it, it got to the point where it got stale, where people were just like, man, okay, like, we we get it, man. You get breaks. Church in the Street had one or two hits from what I remember. But. A lot, a lot of his music just didn't age well outside of 2005 to 2008. That, that, that's just me. That, that I so I actually downloaded. Uh, I downloaded Gucci and most of most of those songs I had, but like I could just push play on that and clean my whole house. Like, Man, I, swear, I, swear. I, my I, wife I, hates it, dude. My wife hates it. She yeah, knows. So I and this this man is still relevant. And honestly, like the the new uh the new 1017. Uh, got some bangers on there like Pooh Like people sleep on Pooh Shiesty, but like that that man that man can find a he can he can find some talent if he can't do nothing else, man. He you know he he redid a uh, vet pass by with the new ten seventeen. I thought that song was crazy. That's why I'm like, trying I, to tell I, people, man. They they don't they don't want to hear it from me. Oh man. man. Now, truth be told, like you, so I would be curious, like your boy Maceo, he from Atlanta. I would be curious to know. 
like if he feels the same or different than I do, you know, and I, and I, I respect it either way. Cause he, he may have a different perspective, uh, than, than I do. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see like what other people from Atlanta may think, because I just, man, nobody's really checking for Jesus like that no more. But I mean, Gucci is still relevant in 2020. Like before all of this, he's still relevant in 2020. And to me, that says more about his grind than anything else over a guy who had like so much backing, whether it be legal or illegal. <laughs> right, right, definitely. And and, and we'll we'll leave it at that because I'm glad that you said that because at first I was like I, I did a recording yesterday with my peoples from back home that I haven't put up yet. So that would have been the second one talking about Jeezy versus Gucci. And this was gonna be my last one. But I'm going to reach out to my partner, Maceo, who is a big Jeezy person. And I want to get his perspective on it as well. And that way we can kind of uh, smooth everything out and get a perspective from both sides. So Most definitely. Most definitely. Come on, Maceo. Come on. Come on on here. Come on the show. Let's see what you got to say, man. Definitely. <laughs> so I, I definitely appreciate it. And I know it's what? What? Seven o'clock over there? Six, seven? Yeah, Six eighteen in Turkey right now. So my guys in Turkey. So this is dope. This is dope, man. And I, I definitely appreciate you. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you sharing that. And I'm definitely gonna get this up immediately because this is a this is a dope conversation. And that's why I try to tell people it's like when I say I respectfully disagree, it ain't to sit down and debate. It's like I'm gonna hear your side of the story. And I'm going to listen thoroughly. If I if I agree with it, cool. If I don't, I'm going to tell you why. And then we can just learn off of each other. So definitely appreciate you, man. No problem, man. Appreciate you having me. I've been been trying to trying to pick and choose like, you know, when I was going to hit you up about which uh, which show I wanted to chime in. You know, you know, I'm pro Kobe all day. But, uh, you know, I was like, oh, this this is a good one, man. This this is a good one. That's why I was like, bro. Listen, if you do some more of these, I I really want to chime in on this. I really do. So I, pre- I appreciate you for uh, for letting me on, man. I know you probably got a, a long list of people that want to want to jump in on this. So yeah, they they definitely been hitting me up, but I was like, nah. As soon as you reached out to him, I was like, this is a must. This is a must. I need that. <laughs> definitely good stuff, man. For sure. Leo ass toasted. Yeah. No competition. Amisha coached.